listening to Politics Weekly. To uh, be big underdogs uh, in the race uh, for the uh, the presidency. One of them is uh, joining me today. We can survive all those systems. What's going to happen if you legalize it completely? Politics Weekly is a podcast on politics, news, and principles. Politics Weekly. Uh, this week we are back with a special returning guest from the Political Bomb Show, Ray Sean Blyden. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Um, now, for those who are new to this podcast or who maybe haven't listened to your podcast, do you want to explain to people what you do on your podcast? Well, pretty much I try to do it daily talk about events that are going on and my spin and take on the current news or sometimes I talk about just off the wall alright so. alright why don't we uh, jump right into uh, the news then so we have two news stories in regard to the Senate races uh, in 2020 in regards to who will not be running uh, first of all, we know that uh, freshman Congressman uh, Cindy Axney from Iowa will not be uh, challenging uh, Joni Ernst for U.S. Senate. She was heavily rumored uh, to uh, run against uh, Cindy Axney uh, for U.S. Senate. Um, she, uh, of course, defeated uh, an incumbent Republican this year in the House. She was, many Democrats wanted her to run, um, but she is saying now she won't challenge Joni Ernst for Senate. Uh, in 2020, she wants to focus on retaining that seat. We also know that Mike Enzi, uh, the Wyoming senator, uh, is going to retire. This makes him the third Republican senator to retire or to announce retirement after uh, Pat Roberts from Kansas and Lamar Alexander from Tennessee. He's also the fourth senator after um, not only those two, but also um, uh, Tom Udall, the Democrat from New Mexico, uh, to uh, announce retirement. Um, uh, we don't know uh, who is going to run uh, to replace um, to replace him. Uh, but right now, rumors uh, rumor has it that Liz Cheney, uh, the U.S. representative um, from the state of Wyoming, who's also the uh, the daughter of Vice President Dick Cheney, uh, Cynthia Loomis, the former U.S. representative from Wyoming, and Foster Fries, uh, a businessman, uh, popular Republican donor, and a candidate for governor in 2018, uh, are all rumored. Uh, Republicans to run to replace him. Uh, in terms of Democrats, right now, um, Dave Frudenthal, the former governor of Wyoming, uh, John Hassert, a former member of the Wyoming State Senate, and Gary Troner, uh, a businessman uh, who was a former candidate for Wyoming's at-large district and a candidate and the nominee for U.S. Senate. Uh, in 2018, are all rumored to run. However, it is expected that this is Wyoming, um, and uh, it will ultimately uh, go to uh, a Republican uh, due to the demographics uh, of Wyoming. Um, and uh, and obviously, Donald Trump and Mitt Romney uh, both carried it uh, overwhelmingly. Uh, Donald Trump carried it by a 67 to 22% margin over Hillary Clinton in 2016. Mitt Romney carried it by a 68 to 20, uh, by a 69 to 28% uh, margin in 2012 over President Barack Obama. And finally, uh, in the state of Wyoming, um, Mo Brooks has, uh, the congressman who ran in the 
Alabama special election who lost the nomination to Roy Moore. Uh, rumor had it he was going to run in this election. Some polls showed him at the top of the field. But now he's saying he's not going to uh, run in the special Alabama Senate race to try and unseat Doug Jones. Uh, what are your thoughts on these developments? I, I think that we could have, if more, re, if more Republicans are retiring from the Senate, I think that there's a possibility of the same thing happening, like in the House when the whole bunch of Republicans retired and now the, the Democrats pretty much, they uh, control the House. I think if more and more Republicans retire and that could happen in the Senate, which would be horrible, but I could see that happening. And Wyoming, I think I don't I don't think any Democrat could win there. It's just not gonna happen based on history. Um also we're hearing that um we know that the two other places where there are potential retirements uh, are Kansas and Tennessee. Uh, or there where there are there are going to be. Pat Roberts has said he's retiring in Kansas. And uh, Lamar Alexander is saying he's going to run in Tennessee. Uh, is there he's going to retire in Tennessee? Do you think that there's any chance uh, either of those two states could flip for the Democrats? Uh, there's a possibility. I think I don't think it could. It, it, I would say maybe like a slight possibility, mm. but I, I just don't like all these retirements is just gonna to me it just seems like the same thing is gonna happen that you know that happened in the house and which all we're gonna hear about in 2020 is just impeachment and is nothing will be, be done hmm. all right um so uh why don't we move on to uh the next uh uh, the next uh, story, uh, which is regarding a quote from uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, uh, which is uh, getting uh, a lot of traction. Pelosi saying she is worried that Donald Trump will not accept the results of the 2020 presidential election unless the Democrat running against him wins decisively. Um she says uh, in a quote, she says, "If to the New York Times, she says, if we win by four seats, by a thousand seats each, he's not going to respect uh, the election. She goes on to say, he would poison the public mind. He would challenge each of the races. He would say, you can't seat these people. Um, what are your thoughts on Pelosi saying that? I don't, I don't think that is gonna is gonna get to that. I think it doesn't look like any Democrat besides Joe Biden that really gives him any uh confidence. That if anyone else gets it, like one of the far left wingers, like uh, what's her name uh, from New York, I can't A AOC. If she gets the landslide, I don't think America is that far to the left. I think we're more of the middle of the road. To country and if so if someone like that on the democrat side gets the nomination it won't it won't be close but i, I could see joe and trump being a good matchup and if i don't know i don't know if he would or not i mean his personality ego said that he might not want to accept it but i don't know if that might actually happen so she might have a point but i don't think I don't think it's. I don't think it'll happen. All right. Um, why don't we move on then? Uh, so, uh, Treasury Secretary uh, Steve Mnuchin uh, is now saying uh, he will not hand over uh, the Trump tax returns, which uh, is likely to spark a lawsuit. Um, and uh, right now, some states are trying to keep. Donald Trump off the ballot uh, if he does not uh, release his tax returns. What are your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, I don't really return thing. I don't really care about it. 
as as long as the country is being run the right way, it doesn't really bother me. I don't care if I see it either way, but I know it's a big issue to to many people, but not to me. I just don't care about it. I care more about him actually falling through and getting the wall built and kicking more illegal immigrants out of the country, especially like um, violent ones, like the ones in prison. Why not start with them and get them out of there? To me, it's, it's, you know, if that's not, if you don't keep that promise, to me, more uh, vital than seeing his tax returns. I don't care about his tax returns. I care about having the wall built and and keeping the illegal immigration out of the immigrants out of the country. All right, then uh, why don't we uh, continue on then? Um, so, uh, Governor Brian Kemp, Republican from Georgia, uh, has signed the heartbeat bill into law. This bill, uh, this bill, which was considered controversial by some, um, is uh, an attempt to stop a woman uh, from getting an abortion after a heartbeat is detected, uh, typically after six weeks of a pregnancy. Um, And uh, Alabama uh, is trying to make it a felony uh, for a doctor uh, to perform an abortion uh, early on in a pregnancy. Um, And um, uh, according to this bill, it could uh, lead to 99 years in prison for said doctor. What are your thoughts on the bills in Georgia and Alabama? Well, I, I'm abortions to begin with, so I, I'm definitely for it. But then again, the libertarian side of me says, the, you know, as long as they, well, I are hurting someone in that sense, the, ba- the unborn baby, but especially... Uh, I think in New York, New York as well, where they they said that if the after a botched abortion and the baby is still alive, you could go ahead and kill the baby again. Was it New York? Might have been, or I think it might have been in Georgia too. Right. Or yeah. I'm. That's Virginia. just. I don't understand. That's just pure. You know, I don't understand why you would try an abortion. It fails, and then you. You murder or, or the baby. It's just sick. I, I'm definitely. I you know. I hope these uh, bills do pass. Even though many one might say that it's a woman's right to choose all this stuff, but what about the baby's rights? So I, I don't like it. So I I hope that it does pass. All right. Um, let's take a look at the next story. Um. So, um, Donald Trump uh, Jr. uh, has been officially uh, subpoenaed by the Senate Intelligence Committee. The Senate Intelligence Committee has officially decided that Donald Trump Jr. should be subpoenaed, and um, that is what is uh, going to happen. So now he must appear... Uh, in front of the U.S. Senate. What are your thoughts? Did they state the reason why they're subpoenaing him? Like the questioning they're going to ask him? Um, I think they're... Well, let me just double-check real quick.
looks like he was subpoenaed by a Republican. He was subpoenaed by Richard Burr. Um, Burr is not seeking re-election in 2022. And apparently, I think it is to discuss uh, the meeting with George Papadopoulos. But I'm not 100% sure. Right. Yeah. Well, Burr, wasn't Burr, if I'm not mistaken, one of the Burrs, or am I wrong? Might have been. Yeah, I, I, I just think that this is, and he's not seeking to run again. I just think it's just a sort of like a F Trump. Mm. Yeah, I, I think it's it's purely political. In that's that's my take on it. It's purely political. Yeah. Um. Now, we've seen that also Tom Tillis, the other senator, Republican from North Carolina, has also been very vocal uh, about his criticisms of Trump. Do you think that, um, uh, do you think that he could uh, be hurt um, in uh, North Carolina because he's running for re-election uh, in 2020? Do you think that that could hurt him? I think so. I definitely think it will. It can hurt him because right now the economy, I mean, the gas prices, at least in my area, they're going up a little bit, but as, as a whole, the economy is doing well. And I think that as long as the economy is doing well and people are working and the unemployment numbers are low, it's going to be very tough to beat that. So if you're going to go against someone that's making a, a, an economy run that well, I think you're going to hurt if you're running for a re-election. So I think he'll definitely be hurt. Do you think the economy is going to help Trump in 2020? I think help any president. If the economy is doing well, it's got to help any president. As That's because people just care about the pebble in the shoe, so to speak. As long They want to know how you know, I'm doing, how am I doing in my life? Am I working? Am I able to support myself? Am I happy? And stuff like that. I, that's why I don't think this, uh, wait, the tax return thing is, I don't think it's going to hurt them at all. I think it just looks like like the Democrats are reaching and they're trying to find something to stick to the wall. I don't think it's going to matter. The economy is always going to help an incumbent president, I think. Um, interesting. Uh, okay, so, uh, why don't we move on then, uh, to the, uh, the next story. Uh, so, um, Patrick, uh, Shanahan, the acting defense secretary, has been chosen as the new defense secretary. Of course, he was deputy, uh, uh, defense Secretary up until the resignation of Jim Mattis when he uh, became uh, the, sec- the Secretary of Defense. Now Trump wants him, uh, the acting Secretary of Defense, now Trump permanently wants him to be Secretary of Defense. What are your thoughts on Patrick Shanahan and what are your thoughts on him being chosen as Defense Secretary? Well, I think that that Trump is looking for people he wants to push to put, you know, to get more of his vision through, and I think that that Sanderson is, is probably more aligned with what Trumps wants. I think that's what he's doing. He's he's looking for people who could get his his uh his vision across the way how he wants it to be done. And so I think that's the reason why he he chose him. So I think it's a good move. All right. Um. Now, let's talk a little bit about, um, let's talk a little bit about the next story, uh, which is, uh, involving, uh, the Kansas Senate race. Uh, of course, uh, Democrats have not held the, uh, a seat, any seat in Kansas since 1939. Um, so 88 years ago, that was the last time a Democrat, just before World War II was the last time. A Democrat held a seat uh, in Kansas, 
and uh, both Mitt Romney and Donald Trump carried it by a pretty comfortable margin. They carried it by around 20 or so points. Um, but right now, um, right now, uh, what's happening is, uh, what's his name? Um, right now, Democrats are hoping uh, to pick up a new seat um, that's being vacated by Pat Roberts. The reason is they won a, a uh, governor's race recently in the midterms in Kansas. So they think because of that, they now have a chance to pick up a seat uh, in the Senate in Kansas. Um, and we now know that the first major Democrat uh, for the seat has announced an exploratory committee. Uh, former Congresswoman Nancy Boyda, uh, she was a former congresswoman. She served from 2007 to 2009. She was one term. Um, she has announced her candidacy. Uh, or she hasn't announced her candidacy, but she's announced she's uh, launching an exploratory committee uh, to run for this seat. What are your thoughts on her seeking uh, the seat, and do you think she has a chance of winning? No, I don't. I don't think she has a chance of winning because. Not necessarily like when I li used to live in Connecticut, we used to have a Republican governor, but there was always Democrats as far as the Senate goes. So it doesn't necessarily mean because they won the governorship means that they're going to, that they I don't think it's going to happen. So she could go ahead and explore, but I think it's a waste of time. It's not going to happen. All right. Um, so, uh, why don't we move on then? Uh, a recent um, poll from CNN uh, shows Joe Biden topping the Democratic primary field by a wide margin. Uh, Biden, uh, who um, uh, Biden, who uh, was the former vice president from 2009 up until 2017, uh, he also uh, served. Um, as a U.S. Senator uh, from Delaware from 1973 to 2009, um, he is currently heading the top of the field um, in the primary. Um, uh, he's currently heading the top of the field uh, by over 30 points uh, above Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. Uh, Rashawn, what are your thoughts on Joe Biden coming in number one in the polls? Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not surprised by that. Like, I, you know, I really don't think, I, well, I don't think, I, I'm pretty positive that most Americans are middle of the road and far left, and everyone else in that field are, are far to the left of Joe Biden, so, and has the name recognition, so, I'm not shocked by um, by the numbers, but I do feel that if he gets the nomination, it will be a better match matchup, you know, for Trump uh, as far as the Democrats goes. It would be a better matchup Biden versus Trump than anyone else in because anyone else in that field they're too far to the left, and I know the country as a whole is not that far to the left like an AOC or. Mala Harris or those types. So the Democrats, they should be happy that if they get Biden, because they have a greater chance of winning the in the uh, the presidency. Mm. All right then. Um, um, why don't we move on? So Donald Trump uh, now announcing new tariffs. On China. So um, Trump uh, is now saying uh, in a tweet, he says, talks with China continue in a very uh, congeal manner. There's absolutely no need to rush as tariffs are now being paid to the United States by China uh, of 25% on $2,050 billion uh, worth of goods and products. These massive payments go directly to the Treasury uh, of the U 
uh, United States by China of 25% on $2,050 billion. Uh, oh, yes, these mass payments go directly to the Treasury of the U.S. Uh, tariffs will make our country much stronger, uh, not weaker. Just sit back and watch. In the meantime, China should not renegotiate deals with the U.S. at the last minute. This is not the Obama administration or the administration of Sleepy Joe. Uh, who let China get away with, quote, murder, unquote. Uh, what are your thoughts uh, on Donald Trump uh, and tariffs? Yeah, I, a lot of people are, are against the tariffs, but China, like, for years and years and years and years, they've been taking advantage of us, and I know it might be putting the squeeze on some small businesses. That's the main uh the main gripe that I'm hearing, a lot of small businesses won't be able to handle, you know, the tariffs as far as the when China retaliates on exports or imports or whatever. But I, I think that it's it. I think that eventually things are gonna work out, and it's gonna, you know, both countries will come together. They, they're gonna have to because what are you gonna keep going up and up until finally. You just don't trade at all, so something's gonna have to give. And I just think that it that if they keep uh, if they keep negotiating and keep keep you know keep doing what they're doing now, eventually they come to the table and say, you know, we can't afford this, and let's make a real deal. And eventually, it it, it will come, you know, it will even out. So I think that it's not a that necessarily a bad thing. It's like Temporarily, it's a pain temporarily, but in the long run, it'll be worth it. All right. Uh, let's move on uh, to another story now. So Bill de Blasio, mayor of New York City, is, of course, considering a run for the presidency in 2020. Um, however, uh, it may not be uh, all uh, – he might not get the support of everybody – uh, in his uh, city uh, right now, um, uh, right now, what happened uh, recently um, uh, is um, uh, uh, what happened recently is apparently there have been billboards in Times Square uh, criticizing uh, De Blasio's uh, potential option to run for the presidency. Uh, what are your thoughts on these billboards? Yeah, I, I don't think, I mean, I want them as a Republican. I want want the field to keep being over flooded, but he he allowed AOC to take those Amazons out of there. I think he even agreed with her. And it was just, I think he agreed, then he disagreed. I can't remember exactly. But I think that, uh, that the billboards are probably most likely right about him. You know who I who I I have that I kind of like some of his ideas is the ex uh, Starbucks. Um, I can't think of his name. Howard Schultz. He's is he still considered independent? Run. I haven't heard much about him lately. Uh, well, he never said he was going to get in, but. Um... I guess right. people are saying that um, he's not talking as much about it anymore. Uh, I'm looking at a, some stories from MSNBC uh, and Fox Business that says um, uh, he's uh, just sort of uh, sort of cooling it down. Um, which, and the Daily Beast is saying that he's largely stopped his presidential prep work. Um, which could uh, mean one or two things. It could either, A, mean that he's going to announce soon, or it could mean that he's just winding down um, the potential talks of running as an independent due to the backlash he was getting. Right, yeah. I, I like, I agree with him as far as being in, in depth. That, that's a really big crisis to me, and he was talking about that. But some of his other ideas, I don't and of course, I'd like him to take away votes from the Democrat being an independent. So that's why I want to see him in there. But yeah, I think the billboards are correct on 
on him. Mm. Okay. Um, let me see what else. Did I have one more story? Let me just see. Oh, here we go. So the we have new um, guidelines uh, for the Democratic uh, debate uh, in 2020. Um, uh, apparently, uh, or we know how the format is going to be now. Um, of course, if you um, if you want to be in the debate, you have to be breaking one percent. Uh, in at least three polls that are approved by the DNC, um, you have to be um, you have to have 65,000 unique campaign donors, um, and you have to have at least 200 donors in at least 20 states. Um, so, and of course, Democrats will have two uh, tables. The first night, uh, they will have a uh, table with some of the lesser-known candidates like John Hickenlooper, Jay Inslee, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, the next night, uh, they will have the main debate with the top ten candidates. Uh, right now, um, it's not uh, announced which candidates will be on which stage uh, or which um, uh, candidates um, have qualified. But apparently, Joe Biden, uh, or former Vice President Joe Biden, uh, New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, South Bend, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg, uh, former HUD Secretary Julian Castro, former Congressman John Delaney, uh, Hawaii Congresswoman uh, Tulsi Gabbard, New York Senator Kirsten Gillibrand, uh, California Senator Kamala Harris, uh, former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper, Washington State Governor Jay Inslee, Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar, former Texas Congressman uh, Beto O'Rourke, uh, Ohio Congressman Tim Ryan, uh, Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, California Congressman Eric Swalwell, uh, uh, Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren, businesswoman Maryam Williamson, and businessman Andrew Yang have all qualified uh, to be on the stage. Uh, notably uh, absent uh, are Michael Bennett, the sitting senator from uh, Colorado, uh, although he just recently got into the field, uh, as has um, uh, as has Seth, uh, Massachusetts Congressman Seth Moulton, um, but also uh, notably absent is uh, Ala- former Alaska Senator Mike Gravel, who had admitted he didn't want to be president but was hoping to get into the debates. What are your thoughts uh, on all this news regarding the Democratic primary debate? I just think it's going to be be a circus. It's going to be something to watch. It's going to be just just a mess. It, it's, I don't think it's going to go smoother. I think there's so many people on there. It's like Kamala. I can't wait to listen to to what she has to say because I, I, you know, she is just so radical. I just. I, It'd be hilarious to watch. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a mess. So the I, I can't wait to watch it myself. Um, we also know now that apparently, uh, Stacey Abrams, uh, the Democratic candidate for governor of Georgia in 2018, um, is expected to make her decision by uh, December uh, as to whether she'll be running. De Blasio is saying he will make his decision as to whether he is running by the end of the month. And Joe Sandberg, uh, a millionaire progressive entrepreneur, uh, is saying uh, he could get in by uh, Independence Day. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I say keep them coming. It's just the more the mayor wants to just sit back and watch. It's just going to be so... But in the long, in the end, I still feel that Biden is going to be the guy. I don't think, even if they all try to attack, him, look, they, they're trying the sex scandal on him, and it's not working. So, I think that when it's all said and done, it's going to be Biden, and and that's who it's going to be. I don't know who. There's rumors that he said he may pick a woman as his running mate. So, 
but it's definitely going to be Biden. I don't think I don't see anyone else on that Democrat side that's going to beat him. It's, it's going to be Biden. Mm. Uh, it also looks like uh, Wayne may seem the mayor uh, of uh, uh, the mayor of uh, do, 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 do. Uh, the may. Uh, it looks like the mayor of uh, uh, to do. Uh, oh, Wayne was saying he's the mayor of South. No, he's the mayor of Miramir, Florida. It looks like he also has not qualified for the debate. Um, what about the um, the gay Pete? He didn't qualify. Uh, oh no, you're talking about um, Pete Buttigieg. Yes, he did qualify. Oh, he did. Okay. I think right now Pete Buttigieg is like number three in the polls behind Biden and Sanders. Right. Yes. Yeah, so it is. Those those three are gonna probably really go go at, and they are just gonna. You said they they all three qualified, right? Yes, they've qualified. The only three that have not qualified are former Alaska Senator Mike Gravel, uh Colorado Senator uh, Mike, Michael Bennett, uh, Miramir, Florida Mayor Wayne Messim, and Massachusetts Congressman Seth Moulton. These three have not qualified. Right, yeah, um, it's. I think that those three, uh, Pete, Mayor Pete, uh, Bernie, and Biden, that those three, they're gonna try to make waves and attack each other. Well, not so much Biden. The, the two of them are gonna go after him more. Mm. Um, and right now, um, uh. The place where the Democrats are going to hold their convention is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We know that for a fact. Uh, we also know that um, uh, we also know that the first two debates will be held in uh, Miami, Florida, uh, and they will be uh, broadcasted on MSNBC. Uh, on June 26th and June 27th at the uh, uh, Adren Arts Center for the Performing Arts. Um, it will also be held at an undis- and it will be both debates will be held on 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the second debate will be on CNN in Detroit, Michigan, in an undisclosed location uh, on July 30th and July 31st. A third debate on an uh, undisclosed network uh, will be uh, August 20th will be in August, followed by another one in September, followed by another one in October, followed by another one in either November or December, followed by uh, two in January, uh, two in February, one in March, and one in April. Uh, And these will be all the debates. What are your thoughts on the debates? Yeah, I just think that it's going to be fun to watch, honestly. I think it's going to be explosive, and it's going to... Oh, sorry. Say again? Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Hello? Hello, sorry about that. That's all right. Um, No, I was, I feel that the the explosive and it's just going to, it's going to bring out the worst in the Democrats, which is always nice to see it. If I remember correctly, did the Democrats, they boycotted Fox News for all their debates? Uh, well, they've said they won't be using Fox News for debates. Right, week. right, yeah. That's that's interest, interesting. I wonder if Fox News, uh, if they had anything, to, what did they say about that? Did they have anything to say about it? Well, let's see. Fox News. 20. Yeah, I, I just think it's gonna be just a delight to watch. I, I I'm gonna just break out corn and candy and sit back and watch because it's gonna yeah. be fun. Um. Do I think they mentioned it at least on their network? Uh huh. Um, but, uh, uh, uh. 
Well, here's what Tom Perez said. He said in a statement, Fox News, he's not going to do it because it is not a position to host a fair and neutral debate for our candidates. Um, uh, really? So, and CNN, they're fair to Republican candidates, I guess. Yeah. And um, it says, uh, we hope that, oh, here's what Brett, here's what Fox News uh, here's what Bill Salmon, the managing editor of Fox News, News' Washington Bureau, said. He said, quote, we hope the DNC will reconsider its uh, decision to consider Chris Wallace, Brett Baer, and Martha McCallum, all of whom embody the ultimate journalistic integrity and professionalism for moderating a Democratic presidential debate. And then he goes on to say, uh, they offer uh, candidates an important opportunity to make their case to the largest TV audience in America, which includes many percent weightable voters. Well, yeah, I, I think that that um, what what if let's do a reversal role. Let's say the the RNC says we're not gonna, which they should, we're not gonna go on CNN. They shouldn't. I mean, it's it's suicide to go on that on that uh, on CNN. You, if 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 the RNC said that, it would make big what the DNC did here. Mm. And I've heard some rumors they're reconsidering, especially since Bernie Sanders had a successful town hall on uh, Fox. But that's still unknown. Right, yeah, I just... I think no, no matter what network they're on, it's just... The Democrat, there's just too many left. They're so far left to the left. Many of them, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be a lot of, of entertaining stuff happening. So I, I can't wait. This, this will be my first time watching MSNBC in, in years. I don't watch network, so it's going to be fun to watch. Um, so uh, who are, what are you most excited to see in the first debate? Oh, good question. Um, you know, I'm probably I'm. I want to see Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris go after Biden because they probably will. So it's going to be interesting. I want to see this Kamala Harris is going to what she's going to say because I know how far to the left and radical she is, and so I, I'm. It's, I want to hear some of the she's going to say, and. Uh, is, yeah, so I'm more excited about the candidates attacking Biden because they're going to because he has such a large lead lead over them. So they, I, I'm excited to see some of the things they're going to try to throw at him. Mm, interesting. Um, all right. Um, now let me see if I have any other stories here. Um, do you think that there are any candidates that have the potential to be underdogs? And potentially defeat Biden. Uh, I'm. I honestly, in the field I'm looking at now, I, I would say no, unless someone else comes in. They're just, they're just much further to the left than the American people are. So I, I don't think so. I think that as long as the, as long as it stays the way it is now. No one's gonna is gonna beat him on on the Democrat side. He's he's more he's more to the middle than they are. They're far from the road, so I don't I don't see it happening. Um, interesting. Um, all right. So I think that's all the stories we have today. Were there any other stories you wanted to talk about? Um. Not really. I mean, that I'm I'm so sick and tired of hearing about about uh, the Mueller and the and all this stuff. I'm like burnt out on it. I mean, they they just won't accept the fact that Mueller reported no collusion, and they just won't let it go. They they think that William Barr is hiding something, even though they're not saying they're allowed to go the um the unredacted report they can go and read it so i feel like it's just all purely political they can go and read the um the full report without it being redacted 
So why are they not doing that? As as far as I can can remember, not not any that so far had went up there and you know, went up there to read it. Only Republicans. But so why are they making all this noise about go and read it? It's there for you to read. You just can't take it with you. Mm. So I think that it's just a bunch of noise. Mm. All right. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, before you go, do you want to tell people where you can be found on social media and whatnot? Sure. You can uh, find all my social media stuff if you just go to politicalbombshow.cf, politicalbombshow.cf, and all my political things are there. I mean, my social feeds are there, Snapchat. So everyone likes to see what I'm up to there. So you could go and check that out. All right. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Right. Look, I've got more experience in government than the president of the United States. I've got more years of executive experience than the vice president. And I have more military experience than anybody who's arrived behind that desk since George H.W. Bush. He is the biggest underdog in the race. At age 37, he's also one of the youngest candidates for president. But who is Pete Buttigieg, the South Bend, Indiana mayor who's defying all expectations and hoping to be the next president of the United States? The Candidates. Donald Trump has got to be defeated. And I intend to do everything that I can with every other progressive in America making sure that that happens. Their stories. We got a real opportunity to build something. And their fight for the White House. Keep America great! Exclamation point. Keep America great. This is Presidential Profile 2020. At that inflection moment, where were you? This is that moment. It's our job to remind the American people that we're looking out for them. So all of you, showing the country how you do this. The special interests and the powerful have such an outsized influence and outcome to restore our democracy. Peter Paul Montgomery Buttigieg was born on January 19, 1982 in South Bend, Indiana, the only child of Jennifer and Joseph. Joseph, who was an immigrant from Malta, studied to be a Catholic priest before relocating to America where he scored a job at the University of Norte Dame as a professor. Buttigieg was valedictorian of his class at St. Joseph High School in the year 2000. Buttigieg won the JFK Profiles and Courage Award for an essay written about Vermont Congressman Bernie Sanders. Buttigieg attended Harvard, and upon graduating in 2005, went on to work for former Defense Secretary and former Republican Maine Senator William Cohen. After temporary working on Jill Long Thompson's losing campaign for the House of Representatives in 2002, he also became an NBC affiliate. He would later work for her unsuccessful campaign for governor of Indiana in 2008. He also worked for John Kerry's 2004 campaign before going to fight in the Iraq War. ...for making sure that a vehicle that, that I was driving got to where it was going safely. And you're warned that, uh, for example, a magnetic IED could be placed on your vehicle. And once it sounded to me as though somebody had attached something to the vehicle I was driving. He became a naval intelligence officer before running for state treasurer of Indiana in 2010. He won the Democratic nomination and faced off against incumbent Republican state treasurer Richard Murdoch. Buttigieg lost by a blowout, only receiving 37% of the vote compared to Murdoch's 62%. In 2011, Buttigieg announced his candidacy for mayor of South Bend, Indiana. He faced off against Republican Norris W. Curry, Jr. and Libertarian Patrick M. Farrell. Buttigieg won with 74% of the vote, compared to Curry's 19% and Farrell's 7%. To this day, he is the youngest current mayor of a major city in America. As mayor he demoted South Bend Police Chief Daryl after it was discovered he recorded phone calls in an unethical way. However, he was later reinstated by Buttigieg, a decision he claims to deeply regret. In 2013, Godfresh.com had him and independent NYC Mayor Michael Bloomberg tied as Mayor of the Year. 
Buttigieg introduced the Vacant and Abandoned Properties Initiative to rebuild or destroy old property in South Bend. He was deployed in Afghanistan in 2014 and served as a lieutenant in the Navy Reserve. After arriving back home, Buttigieg announced he'd in for re-election. During the race, Buttigieg came out as a homosexual. He defeated Republican Kelly Jones with 80% of the vote. Jones received 21% of the vote. In 2017, Buttigieg ran to be chairman of the Democratic National Committee, though he lost to former Labor Secretary Tom Paris. In 2018, he married his longtime boyfriend Chasen. In December, he announced he wouldn't seek a third term. This sparked speculation he'd run for governor of Indiana in 2020, challenging incumbent Republican Governor Eric Holcomb. However, Buttigieg had other plans in mind. I, I recognize the audacity of doing this as a Midwestern millennial mayor. In early 2019, Buttigieg announced his candidacy for President of the United States. His campaign is mainly centered around support for universal health care, LGBT rights and combating climate change which he deems a national emergency. If elected, he'd be America's first openly gay president, as well as the youngest president ever elected at just 37 years of age. We live in a moment that compels us each to act. Initially, Buttigieg was only polling around 1% when his exploration committee for president began, but he has since gained more ground, coming in third behind former Vice President and former Delaware Senator Joe Biden and Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders, whom Buttigieg won an award for writing an essay about. Now, he hopes to be America's 46th president. It is time to walk away from the politics of the past and towards something totally different. So that's why I'm here today. For more political profiles 2020, keep listening for Politics Weekly.